it's Reed and Stefan. We're, We're covering into, into the woods. Episode three of this pairing. It's Broadway over wine. So come along. This journey has just started. Join, Join our Patreon, Patreon and donate money. It takes two. Welcome to Broadway Over Wine. My name is Stefan Zarnecki. And I'm Reed Arthur. Thank you for joining us. We are, uh, we're covering a wonderful musical today by the name of Into the Woods, which we're going to get to in just a moment. Do, 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 do. Exactly. Uh, Reed, how was your week? Uh, my week was fantastic. Was it really? Yeah, it was a good week. Um, again, like, I'm really, really enjoying recording these episodes because it means that in the off weeks, you know, I'm constantly listening to the different versions um, of the show. Um, one of these nights I uh, may have took a gummy and just like <laughs> soaked in the world <laughs> of Sondheim's Into the Woods. And it was a really good decision. That um, sounds fantastic. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I think we might need to like stream that. Yeah, That's exactly. That experience yeah. just like, or twi Twitch, that's what the kids do, right? Oh yeah, we become Twitch streamers. I love it. I love it. Yeah, um, I did. Uh, I went mushroom hunting. Did you really? First time to Mount Hood this week, this year. It was wonderful. First time to Mount Hood this year. Yeah. For is this mushroom season? It's mushroom season. When does mushroom season start? It really fall is the high time. Okay. Fall is the high time, and okay. uh, uh, we're getting rain now, which is going to really amp things up. So I'm very excited because the rain grows the shrooms it does it does it makes the 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 vineyard people vintners uh very nervous uh-huh but but the mushroom hunters get very excited go, yes so it's kind so of a, a silver lining you know? you know yeah you know yeah one man's rain is another man's sun sure 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 mushroom sunshine speaking of vintners and wine which is half of our podcast. It is. It's Broadway over wine. <laughs> Let's drink this bottle of wine from Brick House right here uh, in Oregon, the Ribbon Ridge ABA or sub ABA if you want. Love the Ribbon Ridge. It, I didn't know Brick too. House was Ribbon Ridge. They are. They are. They're right over there, right off of Ribbon Ridge Road on Lewis Rogers. Whoa. Uh, let's see. It's a 2021 select Pinot Noir. And I love Brickhouse wines they are i i feel like i've been talking a lot about value uh -huh. lately but well, I, th bang those for wines, your buck baby yeah yeah those wines are a wonderful value they are a big time name though like uh -huh. you can it, that's one of the beautiful things about them is they they are as respected as any winery in oregon and they haven't just asked for an arm and a leg for all of their wines so you know what? yeah a little expensive but sure you know, um, they actually got shouted out uh, by some of the people that I hosted the other the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they were like, we love Brick House. Yeah. Like, they didn't know it before they came to Oregon, went there, loved it, and came back with rave reviews. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to give this guy a try and uh, and let you know how it is. Oh, yeah. <sighs> For you, ASMR. my friend. And, oh. I probably shouldn't bang the glass against the microphone. That was me. I did that. There we go. Okay. All right. And uh, let's She's do the cheers. A brick house. Oh, all right. Mmm. Mmm. A little tartness. Still young. Oh, yeah. Good slurping. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the, the people really do. want. Yeah. That's what the people want. Mm. They want to hear some slurping. A little cranberry. Yes. A lot. A little cherry. Mm, delicious. We gotta, I'm going to take another swig before we actually talk here. Mm. Mm. Ooh, what? Lovely. Yeah, that's really good. Brickhouse. Wait, we need to open up a little bit, but. Brickhouse, we are very interested in We're, coming and seeing you. Yes. And I don't know if you know this about Brickhouse, but the owner and winemaker, Doug Tunnell, uh, besides being a hell of a nice guy, uh -huh. he also was a news correspondent. Like, oh, really? I believe he, like, covered, like, war like a 
Iraq War or something like that. I don't know. But it was like a big deal. Well, with I want to say ABC, maybe it was CBS. So he was like a a real dude. Okay. Like on TV and shit, and um, and then left it all, moved to Oregon. You know, opened a winery. What a boss. That is honestly the move. Well, let's uh, let's get into the Broadway news. Wait, we need to. We keep doing this sort of like old newsroomy thing. We need to do like a newsies thing, like a extra, extra, extra read all about it. Yeah, you know, a uh, flaming inferno and golf's home <laughs> or whatever he says. Carrying the banner. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll think about it. But in the meantime, thank you. Breaking news. Okay. First breaking news story. Uh, very interesting. There is a. It is a play. It's not a musical. But there is a Stranger Things prequel play set to open on the West End, which I find very interesting. Oh, are they gonna like? Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. Is it about Joyce so, in her life before? Yeah, so they're going to have young Joyce, young Bob, young Hopper, and um, a bunch of, and of course, like their parents too and everything. And uh, I believe Papa, whatever is the Matthew Modine character. Papa! Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me? Um, <laughs> wait, you thought about that, wait. right? No, I, I haven't, but actually... <laughs> That is now the video that I need. Okay. I need, like... <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Noted. So, yeah, I think... Uh, I don't know, because Cursed Child, you know, worked. Yeah, I mean, not a successful. sequel, or not a prequel, obviously, but a sequel. Mm-hmm. I mean, that thing is strong on Broadway, and yeah, I assume on the West End as well. two parts. Not only, it's like... huge. It's like yeah. a... It's a double feature kind of thing. It's long. It's like four hours or something. Mm-hmm. You're there. You're there all night. Yeah. So, I guess they see that as you know a huge win and like why not do it with stranger things because you already have this universe built yeah. let's make more money on it okay but I, I i'm interested to see where this will go right clearly it's implying unless it's going to be just about like normal everyday things instead of strange <laughs> things right less strange things so or... strange things must have been happening in this mm. town before will Byers, which makes me think like what's like why hasn't them been talked about on the show so of course that's the minute like right like they'll get into it true i mean i guess you also have to explain where did the um the like facility the like secret yeah maybe they're gonna give us some shit and they'll be russian so So anyway can you hear me and um so yeah anyway that was i thought that was interesting uh i don't know if you saw it but the trailer for the color purple movie musical came out it looks so good it looks big it looks like heavy but like i don't it looks proud yeah i just i don't know like oh it seems uh i'm just i'm I'm totally amped for it yeah i'm really excited for that too the cast is stellar i think fantasia is such an odd choice but such a like she won me over in the trailer yeah i was like okay I love Fantasia's voice. Oh yeah, totally unique. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm excited about it. I uh, yeah, I would totally blew me away. It's got Halle Bailey, our I Ariel. Know. I know. I still have to watch that. Oh, so. it's so good. Yeah. I'm I'm really not a fan of the the live action Disney remakes, oh, yeah. but that one was really really wonderful. It was it was setting records, or I don't know, really hitting mm-hmm. uh, a lot of views on Disney Plus when it came mm-hmm. out. So. <laughs> um. <laughs> If you're ready for this one, maybe you saw this already. No. Starlight Express returning to the West End. Wait, really? Starlight you know Express. Will answer yes. You're here. You know what I'm talking about. I've never I've, I've never listened, listened to, to like it. two songs on Yeah, I was gonna say it. But you know what it is, right? It's, yeah, it's the roller, it's the roller skating on Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Andrew Lloyd Webber. I heard like has had so many like injuries and oh really oh yeah there's a well, there's a youtube video that does that sort of like more than spider-man scene. i think they were referring like it was a, a youtube video about the spider-man stuff yeah. but comparing it to starlight express earlier um okay. as it being kind of the so, spiritual successor coming back injuries on broadway <laughs> apparently people <laughs> apparently people like some people like starlight express huh. but i was doing a little reading about it um 
Gabriella Slade is okay. set to do the costumes, and she was the designer for Six. Hmm. And and I I kind of feel like that makes sense. Yeah, I kind of feel like. Have you seen Six? No, but you've seen clips of Six, yes. so you know. What it and I like. know like the costume for like. like... The, yeah, they're they're like a character in the show practically. Mm-hmm. It's like a setting. I mean, it it is a part of that show. Those, yeah. those costumes. So well, because it's yeah. like it's like supposed to be reminiscent of the fashion of the time, but like really poppy, yeah. modern, like kind of what a like a current day pop star would wear. Sure. And correct me if I'm wrong. But the characters in Starlight Express are trains. Oh, are they? I don't think they're people. I think they're literally playing train cars. I think it's like Thomas the Tank Engine, the musical. Well, that's a whole other road we could go down. Um, Please, listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, right, right in. Four, their six, their eight, hauling cars and shunting freight. I think isn't that how the Thomas song goes? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you are, I don't know how old you are. My kids watch Thomas. I, I think don't I know. Is that them. well? Anyway, and she also uh, did the costumes for Spice Girls World Tour <gasps> and more. Um, Spice up your life. So anyway, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Okay, love it. Um, mean Girls, the movie, movie coming out in January, apparently. Yeah, in theaters. So the, what I had heard was that they were going to get a release, like directly onto Paramount Plus. Yes, exactly. Yep. But now that's not the case. It is going to have a theatrical release. What do you think about that? Well, I'm really excited because Regina George is being played by Renee Rapp and I really enjoy Renee Rapp. She Mm -hmm. um, was in the Sex Lives of College Women. I don't think that's... I think I'm saying that wrong. Yeah. Yeah. On HBO. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she also has a few... EPs, or maybe she has an album now um, with some. She has like a music career. Was which she is in really Frozen? Cool. Was she a Alpha Bar or something? I can't remember. Anyway, I think she may have been a an Elsa. Elsa, not Alpha Bar. But the, maybe yeah. not. I don't know. With, we are unqualified to answer this question the, right now. We've got a computer we, right here. Let's could look it, look it up, but you know. So I'm excited about that. Tina Fey and the guy who played the OG principal are returning in their respective roles. Oh, I'm always a fan of that. Nope, different person. That I'm thinking of. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think temp, this. I, I I have not listened to the Mean Girls soundtrack just because the few things that I listened to did not catch me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Janice's song, um, the "I'd rather be me, I'd rather be me than be with you," something like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of her being like, "Fuck y'all!" Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a great song. We love Janice. Um, but it feels like the moment's over for Mean Girls, for me personally. So I will be interested to see how the movie is this goes. Gonna, is this going to get the attention of a younger crowd? Maybe. I don't know. I don't um, know. Confession time. Never seen Mean Girls, the movie. My oh. family makes fun of me for that. Really? Because I know I'd like it. I've seen clips of the musical and... What's that called? The one song about Regina being the predator, the apex predator, apex predator, mm-hmm. or something. You know, I, I like the sass, um, but I, honestly, I don't. I'm not optimistic about yeah. it. You no. know, making money or anything. So I really, really enjoy Heather's the musical. Mm-hmm. So to me, Mean Girls just feels like a watered down production of the Heather's musical. Shots. I know. I, and that's just me. Yeah. I think the Heather's musical is brilliant. It. I'm going to watch this thing. Well, though. you know what? When it comes out, we should do a special episode mm-hmm. where we watch the OG movie because you have to see that. I know. So we might deviate a little bit from form and do that. Yeah. And then we'll watch the musical version. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you um, can't watch the musical before the movie. Wicked, Wicked did uh, a Tiny Desk concert to celebrate like, what, like 20 year anniversary or something like that. The Broadway on, on cast? The- it was. It's the current Alphaba uh, and Glinda. So not in the movie. Nope. No. 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 This is who the current Alphaba and Glinda on Broadway went on the tiny desk stage or whatever type room with Stephen Schwartz himself <gasps> played the piano for the no. tiny desk. And I love Stephen Schwartz. Well, that's what makes it a worthwhile watch okay i really enjoyed it okay i think i will go watch i'll youtube that it's on there 
it's on there. Steven yeah, Schwartz. and he talks about like some of his, his inspiration for the songs and like you know plot wise why the song was important and where it came in his writing and wow. kind of different little tidbits. I really liked it. I recommend it. Look it up. Bam. Wow, Steven Schwartz, who will forever be famous. He is an impressive dude. Yeah, love that guy. Guy who wrote like Prince of Egypt. Lyrics for Pocahontas and Hunchback of Notre Dame, yeah, Godspell, yeah, all the themes. Yeah. He's so great. Yeah. Um, okay, that's it on Broadway news. All right. So cool beans. Speaking of beans. Beans, beans, the special beans, the musical fruit. I know. Okay, I let it go. So, how about so we're talking about Into the Woods? How about you do an intro the woods <gasps> tell us for those of you who don't know into the woods reed's gonna do a quick rundown yeah we realized in our last episode we didn't really talk very much about fame of the opera's plot right as much as just just assuming that you all knew you know yeah. the the quintessential musical fan of the opera so we're gonna write our runs here a little bit and we're, 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 we're gonna gonna give yeah. you a little rundown of what the show is so we're gonna talk about into the woods which is a musical by the musical theater god stephen sondheim now i think i revere sondheim more than you do am i, am I crazy in saying that i think that is accurate okay i um, do like sondheim but you with, really like i love sondheim yeah, yeah. I think he, he just does something with the, with like, right. He elevates the musical form, which I, I really appreciate. Um, so this is a collaboration between him and the writer, James Lapine. They previously worked together on Sunday in the park with George right before this show. Um, and this show is a little fairy tale mashup, but this was written in the eighties. So Shrek sit down. Okay. <laughs> um, happily never after sit down what were the other like big fairy tale mashups this is the og one okay it is, it is. so it basically combines the stories of cinderella jack and the beanstalk rapunzel little red riding hood with a new made up fairy tale about the baker and the baker's wife those are their names those are their names. Literally throughout the whole show, it's the baker and the baker's yeah, wife. No, yeah, not like <laughs> they don't Tom have, the baker. No, they don't have names. Yeah. Um, and a witch has cursed that. The family. Yep. Yes. They can't have kids because the witch has placed a curse on them. And so she shows up one day and it's like, hey, I can tell you how to reverse the curse, but you have to do something for me. And that is, I need four items. I need a cape as red as blood. I need hair as yellow as corn. I need slippers as pure as gold. And I need... Cow. Cow as white as milk. <laughs> Not in that order. <laughs> um, Unimportant. And so basically, they have to go and get these items. The first act is all about sort of all the characters trying to get their happy ending. They get their happy ending by the end of that first act. And then the second act, which we won't spoil... Maybe right away. There will be spoilers throughout Whatever. this I mean, episode, be forewarned. Um, is sort of what happens after Happily Ever After. Well put. Yes. There it is. That's and that's it in a nutshell. It is, it is. And this was your choice. Mm -hmm. This was your choice. Tell us. Okay. The read story. I'm um, gonna paint the picture. Please. I am a young-ish teenager. So I gotta be like 14, 15, okay? Not allowed really to listen to or read a lot of themes. I'm pretty sheltered kid, homeschooled, grew up in Southern Oregon. Um, we go to the library and I di I've discovered the musical section of the library CDs, okay? So I'm pulling like, you know, I don't know, Disney ones and, and Singing in the Rain and Rodgers and Hammerstein, right? Sound of Music. And then I come across this album with a very intriguing cover called Into the Woods. And I think, what's this? And I kind of look at it, and it's got Bernadette Peters, who I knew already from Annie. I know we're going to get into it. Um, and so I kind of know, I can already tell by opening and looking through the little booklet, I'm like, oh, I'm probably not allowed to check this out. Are you kind of like she's wearing a low cut dress? Okay? Yeah, like they are. <laughs> yeah, the girls baby. are out. 
<laughs> and I that. knew, I knew, like, if mom and dad's wrong was, oh. they were not going to let me <laughs> check out the CD. So, so much to unpack there. Here I sneak ahead. it into the bag, right? Like, in the mix with all the other CDs. I do not tell them that I've checked it out. I go up to my room immediately, close the door. I share a room with my three brothers. Musical like, theater contraband. Literally, literally. I stick it into my karaoke machine because I don't even have a normal CD player. I have a big old karaoke machine. I stick it in there. I sit down and the overture starts and it's game over for Reed. Yeah. It's like the overture is this beautiful mashup of those stories with the most beautiful music you've ever heard. I'm following I'm losing my goddamn 15 year old mind. So much. So it comes at you so fast. And the prologue. And I've never been the same since galvanized from that minute, yeah. from that moment forward. Right. It, and it was like, it was one of the first like kind of dangerous Broadway shows hmm. that I like claimed as my own. Whereas like Phantom was brought to me by my family. Interesting. I know my family was full of contradictions. Okay. Um, so like I was brought Phantom of the Opera, but I found oh, into the woods. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that explains a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's sort of why I wanted to choose this one because it was sort of like interesting. That pivotal. Okay, in so my... it my end of the woods journey. Twists and turns. Twists and turns. Or like the musical. A little bit, a little bit. I saw it uh let's see, this year would have been 1995, 96 or something like that. I went to see uh, I went to my sister's graduation in Andover, Andover, Massachusetts. And we saw into the woods. She did the costumes. Okay. But I was young. I was like, so let's see. I was probably like 12, maybe. Yeah, it's probably like 12. And I didn't get it. I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't engaged. I didn't, I don't know. All sure. I remember was the giant being loud uh -huh. and a big leg or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't know. It wasn't, I didn't, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't even, I don't think into musicals that much maybe at that point. Okay, okay. I don't remember. Anyway, Into the Woods. That was what Into the Woods was for me. And then the movie came out mm -hmm. and I was like, I watched the movie. And I was like, oh, okay. I like this. I, I like Emily Blunt and James Gordon and like well, great you know, cast. And we're gonna talk about the movie. Meryl Street. I mean, yeah. I so and I kind of like came around. I was like, oh, okay. I never. I'm not obsessed with Into the Woods. Okay. Because I think the songs are kind of hard to sing along. Incredibly to, hard. Right. And I'll get to why my favorite song is my favorite song but that will, will that'll be the grand mm -hmm. finale um, i love that yeah yeah, yeah. we'll have to. but uh but yeah sondheim is so i like syncopated and like so i i yeah it didn't i i i tend to listen to like my broadway mix yeah a lot you know on spotify it's extensive um oh i want to see it and but there i even looking through into the woods right now it's like what on there do i want to listen to and sing along to like no one is alone yeah is on there because it's a beautiful song and relatively then, easy as well mm -hmm, very melodic exactly and then my other my favorite song is on there but like there's a lot on there that is just hard to sing yeah classic well, like sondheim I was where you say, breathe and like yeah. sondheim notoriously the hardest songs to sing in musical theater maybe other than like jace robin brown right sure um in fact yeah. there is a rule that you can't audition with sondheim songs <laughs> like you're not allowed to which is the irony is horrible because he writes the most like um his characters will sort of like be arguing with themselves which is exactly the sort of song you want to sing in an audition to show your sort of acting range sure but the music is so hard that People who audition are literally worried. They're like, your accompanist might not be able to just pick up uh, Sondheim in the five minutes that you're going to be here showing your stuff. So that is validated. Yeah, yeah. But I this week has been a great week listening to the different casts and watching, you know, the movie a little bit more. And um, it's it, it's getting a little more attached to my bones. Okay than it was before. Okay. Did, did you see the revival when it was on Broadway? I, no. I, no, for I found some a bootleg, reason, that's all. Oh, I'm pretty sure the bootleg was. Okay. 
yeah it's like a later on bootleg it's like after the after brian darcy james left and, oh, and no. couple, but like but it's sebastian what's his face sebastian arcellus Shaw. and stephanie j block i love stephanie j block yes I'd love to see her well it's world. her husband they're Oh, they're, they're married? married. Those two, oh. and they are the Baker and the Baker's. Wife. Was he Sunny in the Share Show? Was he Sunny and was she Share? <laughs> I don't know if they did that, but what they did do was a guys and dolls, where they were Sister Sarah Shut and up. he was Sky, and I would have like killed. I feel like all guys and dolls to have seen that. <laughs> we keep coming back to guys. And dolls. I was gonna say we're gonna be so we're gonna get to that forever. one soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling it might be the anyway. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's the one that, that I have. We all share that. So, okay. um, I don't know. Do you want to get into my notes? Do you want to get like, or do you want to get into casts and favorite casts and stuff like that? Well, what do you think? Cause you have notes. I, I have not read your notes. Okay. So let me, um, your, your choice. Let's get into the different versions. Oh, I think that's a great and discuss. Okay. We have to start with the definitive original Broadway recording. Okay. Yep. yep. This is like it's Bernadette Peters. Mm-hmm. It is Joanna Gleason. It is uh, some really incredible talent. So Bernadette P- Peters previously was Dot in Sunday in the Park with George with Stephen Sondheim, mm-hmm. um, iconic, and was brought into the next project, Into the Woods, to play the witch. Right, which is very funny because apparently Sondheim was at lunch with Bernadette Peters and he was writing into the West and he was like, who am I going to get to play the witch in my next <laughs> show? And she's sitting there like, bruh. Oh, Steven, I'm right here. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> I can't do it. Bro. Yeah, that's the best I've got. It's so iconic. She, Bernadette Peters is just one of the all time greats. And I'm so sad to see that she like she's not doing a whole lot right now. I think that is such a waste of such like one of our big talents. Like she's to me, she's my Liza Minnelli. I hope she's on a beach somewhere, living it up with the dogs, and, and not yeah, and, and not by choice or something because totally. she is she can still sing. Yeah, she can still sing. No, she still got it. Yeah. She, I like I need there to be like a push on Broadway for. Uh, Bernadette Peters. So yeah, um, she no, she's a man. No, no, I'm not done with Bernadette Peters. Okay, I think she's like still on my list. Like that, my like my wife understands this. Like Bernadette Peters, even Mm -hmm. Hall Pass at (laughs) whatever she is right now, she is a goddess. Literally, she's amazing. She yeah, she's so perfect. Eats it the fuck up and is so. Funny. Yeah, she's, she's so, so good in this. Yes. So like, and she really, really like sets the tone for the whole show because very early on in the show, you get the witches rap right. The yes. Greens, greens, and nothing but greens, and that really kind of tells you everything about the show. Which yeah. is just like yeah, this the is... silliness, um, but also the how dark it is. Mm. That's dark. Mm. That whole scene is dark. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but it's like this ridiculous baby uh, for taking my fucking greens. Uh huh. Like, oh, and she's literally okay. rapping the vegetables in her garden <laughs> that is the stupidest shit i've ever heard in my life ripping and my ramping and my champion my favorite <laughs> it's fantastic yeah so no. yes bernadette is wonderful she's great and she plays ugly you know for half of the show so she's you know covered in the prosthetics yeah she's really got the big crooked too. nose she's looks wearing, good she's literally wearing the costumes in this production too yes because you yes. watched you watch yes because did you get to the wolf penis oh i didn't did you not notice? notice the wolf penis. Okay, so okay, so like right, do we? <laughs> okay, it's the stage. We yours. have to. We have to talk about it. Okay, because literally, I'm also like a 15 year old. Have now listened to the album, love it. Right, have found the DVD of the PBS recorded live Broadway production. Yeah, yeah. watching it there with my siblings, you know. We're just all minding our own business, loving into the woods. And all of a sudden, like, the wolf, I swear to God, has a dangly, like, cod piece theme. Really? Like, yes. How did I miss that? What? You're, you're going to have to go back. Maybe there's a traumatizing to be sitting there wow. watching this with your siblings. Well, that homeschooled. What it, and their eyes just. Yeah, we're all like, and none of us are saying anything, but we're all kind of like tilting our heads. Like, it. 
Is, is that? It's not a little thing. It's not a tail. Okay. Sure, it's not a tail. Luckily, he's only in the beginning of the. <laughs> okay, but I'll tell you what. But I actually was going to bring up the wolf because okay. that co- that costume yeah. and that makeup is amazing. Yeah, and how does he sing? Yes, yeah, it it articulates mm-hmm. so well. The snout and jaw and everything, like yeah. really impressive. Yeah, really great stage production is the original one, and yeah. the the whole tone is like very like old illustrate like beautiful detailed illustrations yes, of like medieval yep. fairy tales um so everything is richly detailed beautifully done it's a really really like the the orchestrations are lush and beautiful of course um so yeah i just i think the og one is pretty perfect it's worth watch joanna gleason to me is the best baker's wife Hard but we'll argue. talk. Yeah, hard to argue with that. Well, yeah. she's really good. She is really, really she's excellent. So the original Baker too. I'm forgetting his name. He's very, yeah. um, very tender yes. portrayal. Yes, really good. I really, really, and we're gonna get into the movie and the differences because they take out a bunch of things that I think are essential to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, that really, I think you know. Well, I think that's where we're. Yeah, it. let's go there next. Okay, so the Disney movie. Yes, and. That right there is the issue. Okay. Disney. Disney should not have made that film. Okay. It is not for Disney to make. Okay. Because Into the Woods is a return to the the um san uh, unsanitized versions of these fairy tales. Okay. So Disney, famous for you know, taking a really dark sure. fairy tale where people are literally cutting off their toes and heels to fit into the slipper in sure. Cinderella, right? Okay. All right? And doesn't do any of that. Instead, adds singing cute little mice that help her sew a dress. Okay? It does. Loved it. I'm a huge Disney fan. This just was not for Disney to make. It, okay. feels, it feels dishonest. It feels... Mm. Uh, spoiler alert. Rapunzel dies in the original Broadway yep. production of Into the Woods. The Baker's Wife. Off stage. Off stage. Kind of as an aside. Oh, completely. It's, it's very random. It's like, I, w- I was watching it and I was like, you're like did that? Wait, she's dead? Yeah, you're, It was really weird. Yeah, 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 totally. Anyway. The Baker's Wife dies. Um, They they kill the narrator. They, um, there's like, there's just a lot of death and darkness in the original production mm-hmm. of Into the Woods, including some sexual undertones as well with sort of Jack and Red. There's like both of their songs are kind of about secretly their sexual awakenings, right? Mm. It's very Freudian in that way. Um, there are giants in my pants. Well, I mean, h- hello, him like with the the big giant's breasts, right? And yeah. Then well. you have the you have the wolf's penis. Okay. okay. All right who is also a pedophile, right? Well, like yeah. there's like, it's a dark, it's a dark, it's dark show. Yeah. yeah. And they queued it up. That being said, the movie version is impeccably casted. I agree. Impeccably casted. Yeah. It's hard to argue with the choices. And here's the deal. He's canceled now, but James Corden makes a great, great Baker's He's pretty, Baker. Pretty fucking good in that role. Emily Blunt kills as the baker's wife yes meryl streep is great as the witch so good she's Uh, great i feel like they really neutered that character by it kind of being disney and sanitized and not and her not losing her daughter in the same way yeah um so i feel like she's she's doing the best with what she can you have christine baranski as cinderella's stepmother you have anna kendrick as cinderella Cinderella. which on paper seems weird but really works she's saying it well really works yeah. you've got the kid who plays gavroche in the latest <laughs> movie as jack daniel huddlestone i believe his name mm-hmm. is. you have the girl who uh just recently had played uh annie on broadway oh, coming yeah. in as little red which yep. is yep. perfect she's great um you have johnny depp is the wolf johnny depp is the wolf some people don't like his rendition of oh really they don't like girl. the zoot suit yeah, yeah. I kind of like the, like, I like it just fine. Well, and he kind of sings, speaks it a little bit. Um, but, like, I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, I think he does a great job. Yeah. 
probably my main issue with it is no narrator. Yeah, yeah. I yes. love not just a narrator. Like I love movies with narrators. Yes. Um, or you know, internal monologue, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But uh, but I, I like that character, the way he yeah. sort of weaves through the story. It yes. kind of starts in and out. Yes. Very fun. Adds another a really missing element to that. Yeah. And in the original, like this is sort of a meta moment that's hard to do with film, I guess. Um, but in the Broadway show, right, they do a whole death of the narrator, death of the author sort of situation, right? Where they literally kill the narrator. Right. In the show. It's very meta. It's very like they're making a point, right? Yes. Um but it and I think that kills the movie is because James Gordon does the narration bits in the Disney movie, but as the baker. And much less. It's far less. Much less. Yes. Yeah. And they've taken away the role of the mysterious man in the woods. Right. Who's who the father. later turns out to oh, be yes, no, yes. you're correct. Yeah. The baker's father. Yeah. And then they have a beautiful song called No More, which That's right. It's just not becomes in the dialogue movie. in the movie. Yeah. It's like the ghost of his father appears and yeah. they kind of talk a little bit. And that song is really like the baker being like, no, I've just lost my wife. I'm supposed to raise this child on my own. I had no father growing up. What? I'm leaving. I'm done. Like the world is cruel yeah. and unfair. The world is wicked. Yes. Right. And then he leaves and then his father actually shows up yeah. and he's like, hey, actually take it from me like you're gonna make the wrong choice and you're gonna want to be there for your kid right really yep. beautiful yeah yep exactly really it kind beautiful. of does that character wrong a little mm-hmm. bit where the movie i would actually say is superior to the stagings is just the fact that it's a movie and it's able to yeah. bounce around physically Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Successfully. Yeah, no, the, the prologue works really well, actually. I think the whole thing. Here's the thing. The, the thing that has always bugged me a little about Into the Woods, I've seen the original, or I've seen the Broadway, and clips of the Broadway cast mm-hmm. and the original or whatever, everything. There's so much that goes on. There's Weaving all of those stories and trying to stage that. They're not doing, they're not dropping, huh. um, panels where the fly flying in you know whatever uh stages and and changing things up there it's a pretty bare stage mm-hmm. they they really don't do much with it so you really have to use your imagination yeah. as far as where you are or you just kind of d- don't even try yeah it's just you're in the woods like yeah, and whatever like, okay here we are but this is what's going on but in the movie you're able to set every scene yeah where it's actually taking place whether it's grandmother's house or this part of the woods, or the castle, or yeah. the baker's house. Like, it just, uh, in that way, the story is more, um, flows better Sure. to me. I like that aspect of it. Sure. Better. I, there are just little parts in the, in the movie that are hard to do on screen. Like, so in the, in the play, right, um, Little Red gets eaten by the wolf, and then the baker comes mm-hmm. along and cuts out, you know, the wolf's stomach. Red and Granny come out of the stomach, <laughs> yeah. right? So it's like these are sort of kind of ridiculous moments that Gags, you can do like, on stage mm-hmm. that are kind of silly, but in the movie they're kind of like flowing sheets. Like it's just kind of weird. Yeah, in the movie. yeah. But I think you're right. For the most part, the movie is so successful in setting locations yeah. and scenes and being able to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I just think I just think it wasn't Disney's to make. Sondheim, okay. he signed off on it. He said he thought it was a good adaptation of his musical, and that's where me and Sondheim would disagree. Did you know what I just found out? What that there was a previous movie attempt in the nineties uh, with Robin Williams as the baker, oh, Goldie Hawn. As the baker's wife. Oh. I think Neil Patrick Harris as like Jack and all these things. And it was supposed to be a collaboration with Jim Henson. Sweet Jesus. Creating the animals. Oh my thing. gosh. So like Milky White and I guess like the giant and then probably like parts of the witch. Okay. But if we could do a Muppets version of it. Oh. Who would be human and who would be Muppets? 
the baker and the baker's wife are Kermit and Piggy. Yeah, that's 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 the, the obvious. The witch might be the human. I think the witch could be human. And then almost everyone else is Muppets. a Muppet. Like, right, maybe Robin is um is Jack. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm with you there. Um we get Janice as little red. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, really. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go see Grandma. Grandmother's house. Yeah. Are we getting like a, a Rolf as the the oh. wolf or? Oh yes, 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 yes. Or Fozzie as the wolf. Fozzie as the wolf. Yeah, it, he's kind of like Rolf is a dog. Fozzie's a bear. Yeah. And this okay, Patreon. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We'll we'll talk about this That's later. It's gonna be a whole other thread. One other note. Every time I listen to it robbing me raping me yeah i'm like shit can yeah. you like how yep and it's on the the new cast which we're gonna talk about it's on the new cast it's in the movie it's in the meryl streep does say i it. know and i'm just like people I, well, it's not chill like and i'm seeing like no. i will be singing this around like i love that little witch's rap part so i'm constantly singing that in public right and whenever i get to that part i always have he was robbing me 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 something me <laughs> rooting my yeah yeah <laughs> so I'm it just is surprised that that hasn't been updated sure um sure, 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 okay sure. so the new the newest cast which mm-hmm. was like 22 that stage that was a staging that was like a stripped down staging yeah that was done on broadway yeah very stripped down i i because it started off broadway correct and then it was so successful. Yeah, I think, was that the one? I think it was in DC. I think it was actually, it was just, no, 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 no. What it was, was it was a, um, what do they do that when they revive, like, um, New, Repertory. York, New York City Center. Um, it's where, like, it's a one night only kind of situation. Oh, yeah, Where yeah. it's like a reading, yeah. but a, like a staged reading. Yeah, yeah, they do those all the and time. And they do kind of really... times for charity. Totally, like totally. Yeah. So it was one of those that then everyone got so They're like, so hey, we can make some money on yeah. this. And then yeah. they just transferred well, it to Well, and, and it was able to bring in such good talent. Yeah. For so long. Because it was a revolving door. Yes. What was really special about this revival oh, was literally, I would feel like every week, some big Broadway person would leave the role and someone yep. equally as amazing would come in and fill it. Yep. Yep. It was wild. So, so yes, that I listened to that all yeah. the way through. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we've got Sarah Bareilles mm-hmm. as the Baker's wife, yep. Brian Darcy James as the Baker. And this is the album. This is, yes, this is the so recording. So these are who made it on the recording. Correct. Uh, Philippa Sue uh, takes over Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Yep, Patina Miller mm-hmm. as the witch, which was originated by Heather Headley. Okay, which would have been amazing too. Don't, we're going to talk Patina Miller, mm-hmm. but Heather Headley would have been an incredible witch. I would have loved to have seen that as well. And then, okay, so and then we've got uh, Gavin Creel as the wolf and the one prince, Oof. and Oof. Joshua Goddamn Henry. Oof. As Rapunzel. Yeah, they really nailed it with the boys. Uh, Shout out to Chris Pine in the movie. He was fantastic. Did a great job. Fantastic. Really did a great job. But. No, Gavin Creel and Joshua Henry. Yeah. Gavin Creel. So I watched the bootleg I watched. Gavin Creel was really good. Not as, honestly, as charming as like a Chris Pine. Yeah. But way funnier. Yeah. He was hilarious. His physical humor so good and his singing is excellent yeah and then joshua henry might need to be on my list too of all Um, times we'll get there um yes he he's just is so his voice is unbelievable and he's (sighs) just his stage presence he's so good i'm a huge joshua henry fan he's so great yeah yeah no you can really play into sort of the the ridiculousness of the like the original broadway i feel like like they play it pretty like we're charming and strong and mm-hmm. but kind of like ridiculous right yeah. the movie kind of takes it a little further than the original this one i feel like they're yes. playing with it i saw a production of into the woods at osf which was incredible oh. organ chaser festival and they came out on tricycles like with horses with horse heads on them it was a very funny. That's a take. Okay. It was a take, but okay. it was right. very funny. Yeah. Well, okay. So, and then we got Stephanie J. Block who as took, the baker's wife. 
and her husband, uh, Sebastian Arcellus. And then, God, I can't remember. There were a bunch of people who came in and it was just one after another. Yeah. Um, kept it going. Yeah. Go ahead. We have to talk about Sarah Bareilles as the baker's wife. Please. I love her. And I actually think she sings beautifully. Like, it's not... Why on earth did they slow down every single one of her songs? Mm -hmm. For some reason, everyone else in the album is singing at the regular tempo of all of the songs originally, right? Mm. And for some reason, Sarah Bareilles' numbers are like, if you know what you want, then you go and you find it and you get it. It's like she's learning how to count music for the first time. I'm like, Sarah Bareilles, you are a great singer. Yep. You are a musician. That's true. Why is this happening? Hmm. Really, really, like, distracting in the album. Um. And I don't think she has the edge. We're going to, like, we should... You had some fiery words for me about the baker's wife over text. Yeah. Because listeners, in the show, she ends up having a little rendezvous with the prince in the woods. Like, she ends up alone in the woods at one point. The prince ends up being there as well. And they sort of have a little moment in the woods. In the woods. Anything can happen in the woods. woods. May I kiss you? Yeah, and she has she's sort of at first like uh this is not right what are we doing uh 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 stop 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 right yeah but in certain productions lean it into it more right the original Broadway is very clear that they did a little rolling in the hay right um the Disney one makes it very clear they did nothing but kiss mm. in the woods and then she dies immediately <laughs> rightfully so yeah see <laughs> cheating tramp. <laughs> any other questions and in the disney movie they really slow down the little bit at the end of her song where she goes um um it's basically she has a song right after the encounter with the prince where she's like oh that was so amazing no i need to like get back to my family and my kids like and like to my life right but then she has a little bit where she goes like oh it makes like why is it always and instead of or right yeah and then she's like, oh, no, but, like, it makes the or mean more than it did before, which is her sort of being like... Can you hear me rolling my eyes? Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's what I mean. In the Disney movie, they slow that bit down so that it is crystal clear that the baker's wife, Emily Blunt, has come to the conclusion that she shouldn't have done that and that she cares about her family more than any little rendezvous with the prince. And then she gets squashed by Good. the giant. Good. <laughs> You are so bad. She can die. She is my favorite character in the show. She is my favorite character in the show. I know. She's a goddamn cheater. I know, but that's like... I'm a jack. That's what makes it interesting. And that's like, hello, that's reality. I think that's sort of the... Again, it's why Disney should not have made this movie. Because Mm -hmm. it is not... It is not Disney material. Ah, it makes me okay, so upset just thinking about it. All right. Let's get to the the final countdown here. Favorite final countdown. Favorite song, Reed. What is it? I'm gonna be a really stereotypical gay right now. Okay. It's Giants in the Sky. You goddamn stereotypical gay. How dare well, you? Well, so have you seen Lady Bird, Greta Gerwigs? No. Okay, so <laughs> the ladybird the main character's first boyfriend is a closeted homosexual okay and he sings it at an audition oh and okay it just made me oh. laugh so much because i was like god damn it this is every, every gay boy wants to sing giants in the sky <laughs> i my dream yeah. role is to play jack you are jack i need to you play him jack. before i age out completely because i want to sing that song so damn bad yeah, um and so that is really sort of my stereotypical answer um uh, honorable mention is going to go out to no one is alone which is like a heartbreaking song it is it's a great like yeah uh, the great way to at the end to kind of bring i, I, I guess it kind of makes 
sense of the chaos yeah. and the pain. Yeah. And right. they, they're sort of taking a communal look at like storytelling and fairy tales, right? And being like, the stories you tell have meaning and you have to be careful about putting an us and a them label on things. Yeah. Which is a beautiful message. It's good. It's tender. Yes. Um, Giants in the Sky is my favorite too. I mean, <laughs> come on. Come on. It's so good. There are giants in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Big, tall, terrible giants in the sky. Boom. <laughs> yeah, no. It's so good. It's, it's, a a yes! it's so good. I thought you were going to say it takes two. No, it's cute. But like Giants Thank in the you. Sky is has the most substance. Oh. It's great to sing along. Oh, Stefan, yes! In the sky! Yes, no, it is... Oh, so good. it is so, so good. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan. Daniel Huddlestone, he's a, he's such a little guy. Yeah, and he, he seems to be fully... And he destroys it, like, so good. But the guy on the album, on the new version... What is his name? Uh, so Cole Thompson? good. I love his version. Yeah, I like his... For me, it will always be the OG album version, just because it hit me at such, like, a, a time, right? Yeah. Um, but Cole Thompson Cole does... Cole Thompson... Does an incredible job, and I don't know if that's the guy who's on the recording that I have as well of the the bootleg. But his Jack is so like pure and innocent. I love his portrayal. I'll send you the link. Yeah, please do. Uh, thank you, YouTube. No, so. I love I love Jack, and I love I love that whole I love that show. Okay, all right. Well, we're gonna need to wrap it up here. Let's take last few sips of wine here. A revisit, if you will. A revisit. We'll just oh, a we've been visiting. Swirly. Yeah. No, I've already poured a second glass. So. <laughs> oh, man, you dug to now. You do good things. No, it's mm -hmm. very, very delicious. And the edges have come off a little bit as it's yeah. opened up. And totally. I'm, I'm going to enjoy that for uh, another half hour or so, maybe. Big fan. So the question is next week. So I am, uh, I get my pick next week. Yeah. Do we do Guys and Dolls? Oh. I mean, because Rent is an obvious one. Chess was going to be in the running as a formative one. But Guys and Dolls was pretty, pretty important to me, too. And we've already been teasing Guys and Dolls. Let's just uh, let's do, do it. it. Let's, let's do just it. do Guys and Dolls. There's, oh. there's, there's, there's stuff there. I'm so happy you picked Guys and Dolls. Okay. <laughs> it is the problematic fave. And we're going to get into it on that episode. But... A bushel and a hug around the neck. neck. Hug around the neck. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Bow Broadway Over Wine. I am Stefan Zarnecki. I am Reed Arthur. And we will see you next time. Bye. In other words, just for wondering whether the podcast is on or off. <laughs> <laughs>